Hello everyone, welcome to 10 Minute Money. I am John Dyer, and as always I'm joined by Paul Erickson, and we are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan. How you doing, Paul? I'm great, John. How are you? Good. Today, I guess we're going to talk about the market a little bit. We've had yeah. a wild run here. Haven't we? I, it feels like yesterday we were talking, we did a podcast and it was right when the president like told everyone we're going to quarantine and the market dropped like it seemed like 10% in one week it yeah. was crazy it was 1 or 2% every day for a few weeks i mean it just kept going down 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 you know nobody had, nobody alive has ever been through a pandemic before nobody's seen anything like this and when you shut an economy down there's consequences like the stock market going down 38% quickly. I remember being at a local drive through and I called you and I was like, can you believe it? The market went down 10% today. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that where it actually closed down that much. 10% in one day. Yeah, it did have a feeling of 2008, 2009 with the... Uh, you know, with the mortgage crisis and the home crisis, you know, it had that feel to it. That what's going to turn this around? You know, uh, it is amazing though. We're up nine percent on the S and P. This is what September third. We're up nine percent. We were down thirty five percent at one point. Yeah. And now we're back nine percent. Yeah, we're close. I mean, the Dow's close to the high. S and P's at a high. Nasdaq's back to a really, you know, a high. I, you know, and I think. How how is the market doing so well? I think I've gotten this question from a lot of clients. Why is the market doing so well in a pandemic? Job losses went from being the best of our lifetime to the worst of our lifetime in three months. Uh, still, a lot of companies are closed down. People are working from home. Schools are closed. I mean, it's kind of a scary time out there, but the market seems pretty resilient to me. So yeah. It's pretty incredible. A lot of winners and losers. Right. There are definite winners, definite losers. Right. There, I wouldn't go near airlines or cruise lines or hotels. Right. But I think the big thing is the difference between, again, Main Street and Wall Street, where yeah. Main Street is all the mom and pop shops, all the little companies. Every time one, of, one little store closes... Amazon, Home Depot, Target, Costco, st- their stock goes up 1%. I know. 2%, 3%. Right. Every time a door closes on a small business, that's why I, I think that's a large part of what we've seen in, yeah. in the market. Which is sad to see little mom and pop shops go away in our community. You don't want to see that. No, um, not at and all. It's really not their fault. It's not that they had a bad product, it's not that they didn't meet the market needs. They were shut down. How can you survive with no customers? No business is set up to survive without customers walking through their door for five months. Right. They can't. Right. But it it does show the difference between Main Street and Wall Street and why the stock market's doing so good right now. Right. So, so yeah, we've come a long way um, in... The election is coming up here in November. Yeah, that's another topic we keep getting a lot. A lot of our clients want to know what we think the market's going to do. 
Nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody knows what the market's going to do tomorrow. If I have to put out, you know, what an idea or a forecast or anything, I do think the market pulls back 10% somewhere around that election. And if, you know, we have a balanced government, I think 2021 will be a great year for the market. And I think that's part of what's going on today is the stock market is a forecasting mechanism. It, it looks out typically three to six months out and thinks, what are these earnings really going to do for these companies? Is it going to be positive? Are they going to be lower? Are they going to increase? And I think the market is looking at 2021, well into 2021, thinking we're going to be okay. There's going to be more uh, help on the COVID front, either with a vaccine, which would be awesome. I don't think that happens until 2021. Uh, but there's there's a lot of positive steps being taken to, you know, get this vaccine to market quick. If that happens, it's going to be a great year for the market. And I do think, like you said, a lot of these companies like Amazon and Costco and Target are doing so well. I mean, it's capitalism almost at its best. I mean, money goes to where it's going to be treated best. You know, and you look at Zoom, Amazon, Target, Costco, it's just, it, it's being invested in money's building wealth for people, you know, which is what we want to do. Ultimately, we want to build wealth for our clients. Yeah, I found myself not going to the local market and no. I find myself buying from the Targets and going, just waiting in the parking lot and they bring it to my car and doing that. Right. Unfortunately, I know. I, I do think it's incredible, though. So many of the companies, you know, we're, we like dividend growth stocks. I mean, that's kind of our our thing. And all these companies that we've invested in have kept paying a dividend through a pandemic, which I think is amazing. But it means that dividends basically come from free cash flow of these companies. These companies are having good cash flows. So they keep paying their dividends. And so I, I think in my short career, you know, I, I feel like I, I remember 1999 watching the tech boom and bus cycle. And a lot of people got out of the market at the wrong time. And then there was the mortgage issue in 08 and 09. People got out of the market at the wrong time. And then the oil thing in 2015, you know, when all these oil fields and, you know, the price of oil fell and all these companies were going under and, People got out of the market at the wrong time. If you held and invested and either took dividends for income or reinvested those dividends, you were way better off if you just stayed in the market, which is what I keep telling people during this pandemic. You you have to stay in the market. It's not timing the market. It's time in the market. That's what helps you build wealth and get you ready for retirement. Yeah, you want to invest invest in these large companies invest for the future and and stay in the market right and one thing i i've been watching you do really well john is just rebalancing people you know if their ideal stock to bond ratio is 70 percent to 30 percent and it's gotten a little out of hand and they're at 90 percent stock or something you're you're rebalancing them back to their ideal asset allocation which is a huge help yeah, we saw one of the best Augusts in the history of yeah. the market. And, right. And typically, if you look back 
typically when you have a, an August this good, September, I think, is on average pulled back about 5% on average. Right. So we took that opportunity at the end of August and said, you know, we're going to rebalance some accounts and um, s- some people that we did get, uh, you know, we, we did get uh, aggressive at the right time in the market at, towards the bottom. We've seen a lot of influx in new money come into the market. That's yeah. been a part part of the run up. I think that I this was a couple of weeks ago. The average stock in the S&P was down 5%. But the S&P 500 is up almost 9%. Uh, that's largely due to the Amazons, the large companies the at the Apples, top. The Apples, the, the Facebook, the Microsoft. yeah, All the big tech companies at the top uh, that are really driving the market up. And, and that, that tells me there's still more room to grow with a lot of most of the companies in the S&P 500. Right. And, uh, and, and so, um, a lot of the new investors have been investing in the Amazons. It's been kind of a younger crowd that they're using these apps like Robinhood and they don't have to buy a whole share of Amazon through the apps. They can buy maybe a fraction, hundred dollars if they have it, which is great. I think everyone should learn how to invest in, and I think that's a good thing. Um, and I think that has driven the market up as right. well. I think that's been part of why the market's gone up so fast. Right. And and we've never seen anything like this. No, we haven't. Yeah, there are a lot of young people getting involved in buying stocks, which I love to see. You know, we've taught at that local uh, high school. We've always done the stock contest there in their finance class. And more and more young people, like 10 years ago, I would ask the question, who in this class has ever owned a stock before nobody would raise their hand and now it's like four or five kids will raise their hand like they've actually gone on to apps like you just mentioned with robin and other things and bought stock themselves which is incredible i think for a high school kid uh, i do like to see that you know and i still keep coming back to our very simple strategy of dividend growth but we're broadly diversified every sector in the s p 500 we want to own the best dividend growth in those names so that during a pandemic or whatever, nobody knows what's going to happen, you know, what the next market pullback is going to be triggered by. It could be the Fed decides to change their uh, system and they want to, you know, they're, they're trying to keep interest rates low right now. At some point they will increase interest rates and maybe that causes the market to pull back. Nobody knows what that is, but you want a broadly diversified portfolio with high quality stocks that pay dividends. The, you know, the dividends aren't magic. I mean, these are this is cash from companies that make great products and people buy, and they have good cash flow. I love your strategy. I think, yeah, we. I think you've done such a good job at picking these stocks out, and you can see how well that portfolio is done through the pandemic. And and what I like about it is is the the dividends on the downside because no matter what the market does you're going to get that dividend no matter what right that's guaranteed return in your portfolio right and sometimes people will forego it because it might be the new hot stock or or something like that they'll forgo the dividend um right and a lot of times like these big companies when the market goes down and 
a lot of the institutional investors, like the the ones that invest in these big hedge funds and mutual funds, they'll move towards the dividend stocks when the market starts pulling back for that safety, for that right. dividend, because they want to protect um, a lot of their investors as well. So if you're already there, those prices in those stocks will go, won't get hit as hard because people aren't selling out of them as much. Or actually, you might see some more people buying into those stocks, which protect the price. Right. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I would put our portfolio up against any 10-year track record of a hedge fund. I just, I, I don't believe in those hedge funds. They they sound great, but they're super expensive and they underperform the market. When we were when we were at the big firms, we got we got sold on these these hedge funds all the time, or these yeah. or the, the or the fund funds the funds and, and all these hedge, yeah, such great ideas. It sounds sound like so great ideas. Slick and, yeah, they do. They sound like great ideas, but six months later, they were never panned out. Never panned out. <laughs> they yeah. never panned out, and I don't I don't understand. Yeah, keep the strategy it's, it's simple. simple. And Warren Buffett is like the greatest investor of our generation, right? And his strategy's been so simple. So simple. Yeah. How happy are a lot of our clients that they had Clorox in their portfolio? We didn't know this pandemic was coming, but Clorox is up 100%. Yeah, Clorox, Clorox was it's a down. a boring company. Clorox was down. Um, uh, Johnson & Johnson was down. Last year, Johnson & Johnson, we were buying Johnson & Johnson right. down. And now that one's way up, too. Yeah, way up. Yeah, I think they, that's where my money is, that they actually get a vaccine sometime in the next year johnson and johnson yeah that's where my money is yeah if i was gonna bet i agree yeah so um anything else i think that pretty much covers everything with the market going into the election stay invested maybe if you've uh run up in in the in the market maybe take some of your gains don't don't rebalance, maybe. Yeah, re- rebalance. Take take some of your gains off the table. Uh, if you don't get out of the market completely, and hopefully you're you know you're working with somebody that you know is helping you with this stuff. Right. If not, then you should talk to us uh, about it. Yeah, we'd be happy to benchmark your portfolio, give you some free advice, and uh, point you in the right direction. Thanks, Paul. And as always, uh, this was for educational purposes only. And uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, John. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come. <laughs>